Hey, Northeast Pennsylvania, it's Rob O'Donnell here on WILK News Radio, 103.1 FM, 910, 980 AM, or anywhere on that Odyssey app. You can always catch us anywhere you get your favorite podcast. Just search The Rob O'Donnell Show. It's 3.09 here in the studio in Pittston, 54 degrees and partly sunny outside. Beautiful day outside. Make sure you get outside, get some of that fresh air, get the sun on your face, and take some you time. It's not all work. Got to get some play and some uh, personal time in there. I just want to announce real quick that the Knights of Columbus Assembly uh, 938 will dedicate flags for heroes on Wednesday, November 15th, 2023 at the Washington Avenue side of Courthouse Square beginning at 3 p.m. today. The flags each year are placed in the Courthouse Square starting at Veterans Day, starting on Veterans Day, sponsoring its flags recognize a hero, commonly someone who has served in the military or is deceased. So if you're in the area of Courthouse Square today, head over to the Washington Avenue side and check out the Knights of Columbus there as they dedicate these flags today, starting at 3 o'clock. So I wanted to get that out of the way, you know, before we even start today, because it's starting, already started. So also, um, listen, I I don't ask the listeners out there for much, but I'm going to ask you for your attention here, and I'm going to ask you for to participate in this, because this is something near and dear to my heart. You guys know that. It's going to be near and dear to all our hearts here in Northeast Pennsylvania. I have Jim from Valhalla Veterans Services here in the studio. Jim, thanks for joining us. Thank you kindly. Um, Tell us a little bit about Valhalla Veterans Services first. Valhalla Veterans Services has been around since uh, 2017. We're primarily a mental health counseling service for veterans and first responders. And we're located at 2754 Jackson Street. Um, We... Um, we have a special partnership with Breadbasket, uh, who operates our the food pantry out of our building. And uh, Valhalla also offers suicide intervention and interdiction classes. Uh, so someone may be more informed on in how to handle someone in crisis. Yeah, and your website is ValhallaVeterans.com, yeah. correct? And it's, got a, it's a great website. I've, I've been going through it. Um, looking through the services, it explains who you guys are individually, explains your services, how to contact you. You have Valhalla Fall Ball, your events, everything, and how to donate um, to your organization. So it's, it's a lot of great work you do there. But you guys, uh, along with Breadbasket, have uh, Breadbasket of NEPA, have uh, partnered with Froggy 101, our sister station, my good friends over there. And this Thursday, November 16th, at the ShopRite in Daleville from 6 a.m. to 7 p.m., Members can go there and donate a bag of $20, and that gets you all the non-perishable food needed for Thanksgiving meal. Mashed potatoes, stuffing, green beans, corn, carrots, desserts, yams, and um, $20, and you're feeding a veteran uh, in our area. And on Friday, November 17th, the ShopRite and Bernie Avenue in Music. So listen, I'm going to ask you guys out there, if you're anywhere near the ShopRite in Daleville, I've been there many times. It's a great place to shop. Get some of your your own Thanksgiving shopping in there and done. Uh, and the Bernie Avenue, Bernie Plaza Music ShopRite on November 17th. And again, it's from 6 a.m. to 7 p.m. Tell us a little bit about this food drive and exactly what it's going to. Well, our partner, Breadbasket, uh, will be, well, we're going to do our best to stock our shelves uh, we're going to meet in Daleville on Thursday and Music on Friday. And at 7.30 p.m., we hope to have a little help to unload our trucks at our building on 2754 Jackson Street in Scranton. Um, the beauty of this is we get to, we you know, Valhalla is, most, is pre- prominently a mental health service, but we get to help treat the whole person. 
and not only help the veterans, but quite often are uh, the veterans' caregivers as well, uh, those who live with the veteran. It, you know, we're in our whole person approach to treating someone. Yeah, and this is for our needy veterans here in northeastern Pennsylvania. And uh, Froggy 101, our sister station, will be broadcasting live from these these uh, locations from 6 a.m. to 7 p.m. So if you want to see my good friends Doc and Chewy in the morning, you want to see Crockett in the afternoon, uh, it's a great time to get over there and, and see them as well. And again, it's Thursday, November 16th, the shop right in Daleville from 6 a.m. to 7 p.m. And Friday, November 17th at ShopRite in Bernie Plaza in Music. And you said after that at 2754 Jackson Street in Scranton, you could use some help unloading those trucks. We sure could. Uh, well, some of us are not exactly 21 years old anymore, <laughs> and Army trucks are big, and well, hopefully it comes back full. Yeah, and you're going to be unloading them both days, I would imagine? Uh, Friday night we're going to unload. Friday night we're going to be unloading there. So, listen, if you're at the University of Scranton, if you're a Scranton or Scranton prep student, you want to do something, you want to get some hours for, for, for community service and such like that, that's a great opportunity for them, right? If they have a community service Ab- letter, you guys absolutely. would absolutely you know, look to sign that for them to get it. it it's a great way for you guys to do that. Uh, listen, football season's over for a lot of you guys. You guys want to go out there and start lifting. You know, this is your way to go. So, uh, you know, if you're in the schools, that's who I really want to direct this to out there. If you're in the high schools, if you're in the colleges in our area, after 7.30 p.m., I'm thinking from, from Daleville, maybe take them a little longer, maybe call those to the 8 o'clock. But they'll be there on uh, Friday to unload this truck. And, uh, you know, go by and help them out. And uh, like I said, I, I don't ask you guys for a lot. I know I got a lot of listeners in the Daleville area. I know I got a lot of listeners in the music area. From 6 a.m. to 7 p.m., you drop $20 for this bag of non-perishable groceries. Help out a veteran in our area in need. Uh, do you have any other events coming up? Do you have anything? Well, in January, uh, I believe it's on our website, we're running a assist class. Uh, that's a applied uh, suicide intervention in, uh, class. We're running it at our building in January. I don't have the dates handy, but uh, if you— Wednesday, January 10th. Oh, oh okay, good. Yep, we're, we're, that's going to be a free course. I have to remind everybody it is challenging, and but you do learn and get a taste of what it would take to— to work with somebody in crisis. Uh, we recommend it for offices and small groups. And again, I can't I can't uh, recommend enough the ValhallaVeterans.com website. I'm looking at the services you guys provide here. One-on-one counseling, re- relationship struggles, group counseling, su- suicide intervention training, um, you know, assist training, warrior path to peace. Uh, there's a whole... Uh, a whole litany of things you guys get involved with that's, that's great and desperately needed. Uh, desperately needed, no doubt. Uh, and especially this time of year. I started already talking about it. This is the time of year. A lot of people start to feel down. A lot of people get depressed. Uh, and look out for our fellow people, especially veterans, first responders, and such out there. People doing shift work that might not be able to spend the time with their families. Um, you know, Keep an eye out for them and, and look out. And I know you guys get a lot of this time of year as well. Exactly. Isolation is the enemy. Yeah, yeah, I, I, and I talk about it as as a thirty year first responder myself. You know, I've dealt with it personally. You know, I've go through survivor's guilt. I've gone through PST. Yeah, I still do. Uh, you know, it's an ongoing battle that you have to recognize. The people around you have to recognize it, and you have to build that that atmosphere around you to help you deal with that to to get it better. And it's an organization like this that do the things that you guys do. That that that's uh, sometimes a first step to that. And uh, you know, it's thankful for that, but. 
Again, ShopRite in Daleville, Thursday, November 16th, this Thursday, from 6 a.m. to 7 p.m. So I don't, I don't want to hear you were working that day or anything like that. And Friday, November 17th, the ShopRite in Bernie Plaza in Music. And uh, if you can help them on Friday after 730 at their 2754 Jackson Street in Scranton, um, just go there, ask for Jim. And uh, they'll, they'll, get you, they'll, they'll get you lifting those groceries. And hopefully there's a full truck to fill because, again, $20, you buy a bag of non-perishable groceries for the Thanksgiving meal for our veterans, needy veterans at NEPA. And unfortunately, that need is there. And, and no one knows that better than you guys. Correct. How many veterans do you do you say you would help, like roughly, in in, in our area? Well, in our breadbasket line, the average Friday we we run it on Fridays at mostly thirty veterans, and behind every veteran, there's most likely a family. Uh, for whatever reason, many elderly veterans are raising children again, and that is a and maybe they just need a little help up, a hand up, uh, sort of thing, but our but as far as our uh, our clients goes, we are still covered by HIPAA. Um, I believe we have thirty or more clients for various, um, and our many of our clients include first responders also. Uh, but I believe we have between thirty and forty five uh, clients coming to us for counseling. And, and I just want to stress that again, for every Friday you guys do the breadbasket. Absolutely, every Friday. Every Friday. Bread basket of any PA gives out food to our needy veterans in our area, and you get about 30 every week. About 30. And wow. behind every 30, there's a family. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, and often with children. I just wanted to stress that because I want the listeners to know that. I want them to hear that. And um, you guys take donations anytime. This this is just a fundraiser you're doing now for the holidays, this Thanksgiving food drive. Right. But I'm looking now on your on your right on your website. There's a donation page. You can donate. You could do you know credit card, PayPal. You know every penny goes towards counseling and preventative service to help end veteran suicide. And we have the breadbasket of NEPA that that helps to feed these veterans every day. But I just want to stress that again: 30 veterans and their caregivers, their families, their grandkids, who they are taking care of, are looking for help. Are looking for this assistance every week and we need to do better as a nation and as an NEPA these people stepped up to, for us in our times of need to, to protect our freedom uh, to protect us here at home with our first responders to respond to us when we needed help to respond to us when we were at our lowest point calling 911 or a medical emergency or whatever that may be and here they are and we can't let them down so Again, if you can get to a shop right in Daleville on Thursday, November 16th, from 6 a.m. to 7 p.m., or Friday on November 17th, the shop right in Bernie Plaza in Music, from the same time, 6 a.m. to 7 p.m., um, you know, go there and buy a $20, buy two $20 bags of groceries, non-perishable groceries for Thanksgiving to help our needy veterans in this area. And again, if you can't for some reason make it there, and believe me, you'll when you walk out and you donate that bag, I know it's just $20. I know it's a bag of non-perishable groceries. You will feel great the rest of the day. You will know. You'll go home. You tell your kids. Tell your family this is what you did. You're not bragging. You're telling them, hey, 
You know, there's people out there who need help, and we did that today. And by we, when you go home and talk to your family, that is a group effort. That is that is the environment that we try and create around our veterans, the people who need counseling, the people who need to know that there's people around them that care for them. It could be their family. It could be their friends. It could be total strangers. Um, that's what matters in this time and day, and I've seen that that the firsthand. And if you can't for some reason do that, go to uh, – ValhallaVeterans.com and go to their donate page and you can click and donate there. Jim, I appreciate you Thank coming you. in. I appreciate you giving us the information and I hope to have you guys back again. It will be our pleasure. All right. This is the Rob O'Donnell Show here on WILK News Radio. We'll be back after this. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It's 325 here in Northeast Pennsylvania, 54 degrees and sunny. The Rob O'Donnell Show is brought to you by Road Scholar Transport. You have unique shipping needs, and Road Scholar has unique shipping solutions. Dry van, temperature controlled, and high security are just a few. Visit roadscholar.com. Well, we know that yesterday was the the pro-Israel rally in our nation's capital, Washington, D.C. And if you look at some of the media coverage out there, like the New York Times, yes, I'm looking at you, you'd see they'll say, well, tens of thousands of people showed up. Well, it was more like tens of tens of thousands of people to show up. The estimated crowd was about 300,000. So for someone like the New York Times, for an entity like the New York Times to downplay that is just uh, outrageous. But we've seen what the media has done with this entire this entire issue. And uh, it's, it's incredible, to say the least. I am glad to bring on uh, my good friend, Rear Admiral Paul Becker, U.S. Navy retired, to discuss, he was at the pro-Israel rally yesterday at our nation's capital, and um, he's the current CEO of the Becker T3 Group Consultancy, formerly Director of Intelligence for the Joint Chiefs of Staff, where he's the Principal Intelligence and Cybersecurity Advisor to the Chairman, who provided direct advice to the President. Admiral, thank you for joining the Rob O'Donnell Show today. Always my pleasure, Rob. Now, I, I see that you escorted, and it blew my mind when I saw this, you escorted Holocaust survivor in United States Naval Academy, class of 1961 graduate Ben O'Gerson, to the mall yesterday. Yeah, his is an amazing story, Rob. Uh, his parents were killed in Auschwitz. Uh, he and his sister were hidden out ultimately in Belgium for the duration of the war, you know, by a family of righteous Gentiles. You know, they kept them sheltered. After the war, he emigrated to the United States and eventually became a midshipman, a naval officer, and he lives in uh, greater Washington, D.C. So I picked him up, and uh, I was happy to, to get him uh, to the mall. And he's a spry 85 years old, and uh, we did quite a bit of walking. And uh, we had a force protection plan in case we needed to maneuver uh, if there was any uh, lunacy on the periphery of the event. Uh, but I was really impressed that the park police, the D.C. law enforcement, the private security had a good plan in place, and we didn't need that. Uh, so I was able to get uh, Benno to and from the event without incident. Well, that's great. And, and, you know, to speak on that, speaking to my law enforcement assets that were down there, there was intelligence that agitators were going to try and infiltrate this and cause trouble. Thankfully, that didn't prevail and wasn't prevalent down there. So tell us about the day. Tell us what you experienced firsthand with your own eyes and ears. Yeah, it was an uplifting day. Uh, as a Jew in America, frankly, I've, I've never felt more under assault uh, from a religious perspective than I do now. And I'm age 62. 
the, the lunacy that's occurring on college campuses and in select cities uh, around the United States uh, is both uh, alarming and unacceptable. Uh, so I didn't want to uh, suffer in silence. Uh, amongst other things, I teach at the U.S. Naval Academy nowadays, and when we talk about virtues and character, we talk about courage, and uh, both moral courage and physical courage. And I thought there would be cognitive dissonance uh, if I didn't step up uh, and demonstrate uh, what I believe uh, on a historic uh, occasion like this, and I'm glad I did. Uh, there on site, uh, it was good to see solidarity uh, from House, Senate, and political leaders. They were on message about supporting Israel, freeing hostages, and fighting anti-Semitism. Uh, frankly, was disappointed that the President of the United States and the Vice President of the United States uh, chose not to attend. Uh, I can't uh, offer why. I have my own opinions. You know, talk to you about that later if you'd like. Uh, there was no violence. This was a respectful event. There was no sign ripping, no screaming. No one had their face hidden by scarves. There was no vandalism. Uh, there was no flag stomping. In fact, uh, there were thousands, if not tens of thousands, of both Israeli and American flags. And you look at these pro-Hamas rallies going on around the country now, uh, I don't know that you'll see any American flag uh, at them, uh, except if they're being uh, stomped on and, and burned. In New York City, they were ripping them down off the flagpoles. Yeah. Uh, unsatisfactory. You know, where is the Department of Justice? You know, where is the local law enforcement? Where the FBI on such occasions? There was nationwide participation from a variety of Jewish groups, especially students. I'm glad uh, Jewish day schools uh, or universities uh, allowed their students to come uh, for the day uh, because that's a kind of practical experience and real life education that you can't get uh, in a classroom. Uh, I wore my Jewish war veterans uh, hat, which had a combination of some of my former insignias and my old ribbons. And I was stopped every few yards of someone saying thank you for your service, and uh, that was quite rewarding as well. So uh, it was uh, invigorating, it was uh, uplifting uh, to know that it's good to be unpopular with uh, others whose worldview has done away with the concept of right or wrong, uh, but here we were exercising what is right, and that's our constitutional protection to do so. It's it's great to hear that that experience was had. It's great to see that that Ben O. Gerson was able to see that with his own eyes, especially in a time where you know the Jewish community is under attack. You know, I pulled the numbers, regardless of the NYPD not publishing them yet uh, out in public place where they normally do. Bias incidents in the month of October were up 224% in New York City against the against uh, anti-Semitic attacks. Yeah, that's that's one city. Yeah. Uh, the Anti-Defamation League has some statistic 388% over the past month. 
just incredible and unacceptable absolutely absolutely is admiral can you hang on with us i got to take a quick break and i want to get back to you to talk about this 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 event that you attended plus some other things that are happening in the area you bet rob thank you uh, this is the Rob O'Donnell Show here on WILK News Radio. It's 3.32. Time for the news with Paul Michaels. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It's 3.39, 54 degrees and sunny. We're on the phone with retired Rear Admiral Paul Becker of the United States Navy, who was at the pro-Israel rally in our nation's capital this past week. And, um, you know, I, I mentioned before I brought you on how the New York Times their 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 coverage of this is well there were tens of thousands of people there and like you said there were probably tens of thousands of american and israeli flags there but there were hundreds of thousands of people there for sure uh yeah the last i don't know when the last time uh the mall's been that crowded uh i generally stay away you know from such large gatherings i think the largest gathering i ever attended was when the islanders won their first stanley cup uh, you know, in 1980, and even that made me feel uncomfortable. Uh, but not only uh, did they purposely downplay the size of the crowd, uh, at least on the online version of the Times that I saw, it did not make their front page the largest pro-Israel rally in United States history in their backyard, the Washington Post did not make their front page. It was on the Metro section front page, you know, in a separate uh, portion of the paper. Just incredible. And we, we've heard the story out of Dulles Airport where 900 Israeli-Americans Israeli were denied their buses because the drivers walked off to not transport them. Now, if that was any other entity, if that was any other religion, any other race, any other creed, they would be all over this nation's media, but it really kind of got brushed over for the most part. But it's just egregious that something like that was allowed to happen. Egregious hypocrisy is uh, the right word about it. Right? There are sins of commission uh, by acts of anti-Semitism. Uh, here's a, a sin of omission by failing to provide a service uh, as a form of anti-Semitism as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, I, I would be, I would be remiss, remiss if I did not take advantage of your expertise here um, and switch things over to the Middle East. There's been 56 attacks on U.S. forces by Iranian-backed entities. Um, while our military assets, plenty of military assets, stand at the ready throughout the region, what's your take, what's your assessment on, on what's going on or what's not going on there? Rob, what's not going on is we are not deterring or dissuading Iran from taking lethal action against American citizens and American interests. Right? Uh, I'll back it up a bit. Uh, Iran has two objectives in the region, uh, to drive the United States out and to destroy Israel so they can be the hegemon and, and in control. Uh, they are willing to continue to kill us and to try and use their proxies to isolate Israel until they achieve their objectives. We're averaging being on the receiving end of Iranian attacks more than one per day ever since October 7th, and we've responded 
uh, with three, uh, perhaps four now, uh, basically meaningless retaliations against structures. There may be some personal casualties, uh, but they're insignificant until the United States applies the capacity that we have in the region, and that is significant, uh, against uh, the Iranian Revolutionary Guard Corps and the Iranian leaders realize that we're serious about retaliating and stopping this cycle, this will continue. And I'll cite two historic examples of where this strategy worked. Uh, first, during uh, President Reagan's administration, uh, after some murderous attacks in the Middle East against uh, marine barracks, our embassies, uh, we finally struck against Iranian oil infrastructure, oil platforms, some of their ships uh, in the Persian Gulf, and that stopped that. Uh, fast forward to President Trump's administration uh, when there was a clear uh, threat to Americans. Uh, Soleimani, uh, head of the IRGC Cuts Force, was killed, and the Iranians backed off from that. Some may opine that, you know, if we go after a significant Iranian Guard Corps uh, infrastructure target, that could escalate the war, and I don't think that is correct. It's exactly why the Iranians use proxies. They don't want full-scale conflict with the United States, uh, which continues uh, to provide them uh, oil revenues indirectly by non-enforcement of our sanctions. Uh, and that's why uh, we need to take some serious action uh, to send a serious message to Iran's leaders to knock this off. We do indeed. We do indeed, sir. Um, I, I appreciate you checking in with us today. And you could be followed at Becker T3 Group on Twitter, now X, and social media. Is there anywhere else that people can follow you? On LinkedIn. Uh, also, uh, the Becker T3 group, uh, Facebook and Instagram as well. And like I said, there's great motivational posts each morning about leaders throughout history. I look forward to them each day, and uh, I hope to see you this Saturday. You're going to be down at the game in Annapolis? Yeah, it's our last uh, home game uh, against East Carolina. We win this one. We're back to 5-5, five and five, and then all things are possible for our next couple games, including the the culminating game this year against Army. It's in Foxborough, also a historic venue. We've not played up in the greater Boston in the past. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Looking forward to it, and I hope to, to see you again on this Saturday. Thank you, Admiral Rear Admiral Paul Becker, United States Navy, retired for joining the Rob O'Donnell Show today. My pleasure, Rob. Thank you. It's uh, 346 here at WILK. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell Show in just a minute. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. Well, um, this Saturday, WILK News Radio invites you to the Scranton Santa Parade, beginning at 9.15 a.m. in downtown Scranton. We're also going to have the Wilkes-Barre Christmas Parade beginning at 3 p.m., ending at Public Square with the Christmas tree lighting. Get details on the events page at wilknewsradio.com. It's a great event. The weather looks like it's going to hold up, so uh, no reason for you not to be there. There might be some scattered showers earlier in the day, but it'll be all right. We've had worse. Like I said, I'll probably be down in Annapolis Saturday for the uh, last home 
Navy game of the season. Be a quick turnaround for me. I think I'm going down solo. Might be dangerous, Jake, tailgating by myself in Annapolis. No one to, no one to watch me, no one to keep me under control. <laughs> Something else. But it's supposed to be nice. Uh, it was originally supposed to rain, so I was up in the air. And then uh, looks like it's going to be 55 degrees and sunny. I'll take that for football weather. So, uh, and uh, bump into my good friend Admiral Becker down there. It's always a, a pleasure to see my friends while I'm down there. Uh, here locally, South Abington Township, Township will be ending its police service in Newton and Ransom Townships come uh, after December 31st. They were in negotiation with the townships to continue it like anything else. You know, so the townships wanted more coverage and uh, their own police vehicle to be dedicated to their region. There was negotiations taking place that kind of break, broke down a month or two ago, and there's been really nothing there. So the, the police chief of South Abington Township sent the township of, townships of Newton and Ransom letters saying that police coverage will cease on uh, December 31st. The two townships reached an agreement with South Abington Township on December 12th of last year. South Abington Township employs 12 full-time officers and eight part-time officers opposed to it. I, I hope they can really get together and straighten this out. I, I'm a proponent of having local police coverage. Our state police are spread very thin when it comes to response, when it comes to deterring crime. And, and I know you can think, well... You know, one, one of the first things, and I talk about this all the time, one of the first things when you move into a new area, when you look to buy a house somewhere, when you look for an area, you two things. You know, what's the crime like and what's the school district like? And we look to nip, nickel and dime each of them at every turn, be it our school districts or our police coverage. And I know a lot of these townships go by, well, we, we don't have many problems here. We, we don't have any issues here. We don't need this. We don't need that. Yeah, you don't need it until you do need it. And then it's, well, where is it? How come it's not here already? And I've seen the other hand of that. And when you already have coverage from South Abington Township Police and you're going to give that up, you are increasing your response time. It's as simple as that. You are making things left safe, less safe. It's as simple as that. Now, you might not need that today. You might need that not need that next week. You may not need it next month. You may not need it for the next three months. But at that time, you do need it. Would it be worth it? Or are you going to say, well, it's okay. You know, this crime, that crime, and that crime happened. But we save money. It's it's just not a trade-off. So I, I really hope now that this letter's been sent, the Board of Supervisors for Newton and Ransom Townships can sit, sit down with South Abington Township and their police, and work out a situation. It is for the best interest of everybody. Public safety is not to something to take lightly, and I can say that firsthand because, like I said, all you need is that one incident. All you need is that one time where you can say, we should have not did that. We should have not discontinued that service because I'm telling you right now, the, the ETAs, and our state police do a great job. It's just pure geography. They cannot get everywhere when they need to be there they are spread thin they cannot get their back up there 
for even further. So take that in consideration. I hope the adults in the room start to sit down and work this out. It's uh, 4 o'clock here at WILK. Oh, it's not 3.55. It's the time for the Bloomberg. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show here on WILK News Radio. You can call or text the show at 570-883-0098. Getting uh, some really good text messages in. Rob, thank you for having the Admiral on to speak intelligently and with conviction. He's truly a man of courage. Said, uh, hey, Rob, I heard a segment on your show about an hour ago about the food basket for veterans. I am not, however, uh, it is a disgrace to this country how broken the system is that our vets have to go to a food bank for food. Absolutely. Our veterans in every branch should have everything they need for the rest of their natural lives for their sacrifice. Nothing less should be acceptable. Again, Thursday and Friday. Thursday, if you can get to the shop right in Daleville from 6 in the morning till 7 at night, go buy a bag of non-perishable groceries at Daleville and say hello to my friends over at Froggy while they're there. And um, on Friday, it's music. The shop right in music. Same thing. 6 a.m. to uh, 7 p.m. Donate a bag or two to our needy veterans. Again, 30 veterans look for a food bank each week here in Northeast Pennsylvania. We need to change that. We will change that. It's 4 o'clock here on WILK News Radio. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell Show in just a minute. 